Ever wondered how a book gets made into a movie? Or how to master the art of cooking? Either way, we've got you covered with the Two Guys from Hollywood podcast. I'm Alan Nevins, a literary agent and talent manager. And I'm Joey Santos, a columnist and celebrity chef. On our podcast, we're going to be serving you a fresh perspective of the entertainment industry alongside our favorite celebrity guests. As we like to say, we don't dish, we serve. Listen and follow Two Guys from Hollywood on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. We'll talk at you soon. Sports Rage with Gabe Morency. Rage all you want. All right, let's roll. This is Sports Rage. I am Gabe Morency, the pimps, the players, the hustlers, the people of Boston, but everybody else in between, including the raging redhead Cam Stewart, who's riding shotgun, special uh, guest co-host of this evening as the 50th uh, winds uh, down. And uh, we break it down Monday Night Meltdown uh, style with the raging redhead uh, Cam Stewart. Countdown is on National Hockey League uh, playoffs. we got Major League uh, Baseball going on. Uh, St. Louis Cardinals. A lot of questions about the Cardinals. College football. Looks like there's mutiny uh, at stake uh, right now. Cam Stewart. What's up, Cam? How you doing, bro? I'm doing good, Gabe. Yeah, in Cleveland, too, these uh, turkeys. So uh, Clevenger gets uh, sent home. He's he, he's hanging out with Plesak. These guys got to take a rental back to, back to Cleveland. With coronavirus, obviously, it's kind of funny. These players aren't taking things uh, very seriously. And look at the situation we're in with the Cardinals, too. And uh, they're running out of racetrack, as you'd like to say. Your line, I don't know how many games. And they've had another series postponed, buddy. Uh, so absolutely crazy stuff. And some great news that you'll be really, really happy with uh, tonight. Because I know uh, you're out and about and doing stuff. But the Raptors with uh, the B team there looked absolutely fantastic. They were six-point dogs. The line went up. And uh, Chris uh, Boucher, 25-11. and 11. And Thomas, the kid from Iowa State who played over in Europe, uh, basically like white chocolate, he had 22 tonight, and they absolutely uh, took care of business with Milwaukee. I know there was no Giannis, but, man, the Raptors' B squad looked fantastic tonight. These guys are ready. Yeah, you know what? The, the Toronto Raptors could start to be in the Milwaukee Bucks ahead just a little bit. And Milwaukee played a dangerous style of basketball, Cam. I've talked about it. You want to you wanna live by the sword, you'll die by the sword, uh, just bombing threes. They don't play defense. And it's not just uh, Giannis. Giannis is just one guy. They don't really have any other superstar players uh, on that uh, team. So, yeah, we can't wait for the start of the NBA uh, playoffs. The NHL starts to get real uh, right now. And the New York Rangers, you know, it's it's amazing because New York Knicks fans have been uh, dying to win an NBA lottery over the past uh, couple of years. But the New York Rangers are the ones that's popping in. And uh, they they get it done. So you know what? There was a silver lining to that cloud after getting beaten down uh, by the Carolina Hurricanes. So we'll talk some hockey. We'll get into the series prices. We'll take a look at the Major League Baseball uh, situation and college football. We talked about it last night with big man on campus and the Raging Redhead, Cam Stewart. Lockins right. Nebraska's looking to jump ship uh, from the Big Ten. I say good riddance. Screw you. Bring it. Sportridge late night has begun. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Have you written a book and need some insight into what comes next? Or are you passionate about cooking? 
and want to know how to make it your career. Or maybe you just want to hear insider stories about the entertainment industry. Either way, we've got you covered with the Two Guys from Hollywood podcast. I'm Alan Nevins, a literary agent and talent manager. And I'm Joey Santos, a columnist and celebrity chef. And on our podcast, Two Guys from Hollywood, we bring our expertise to the table with, of course, delicious cocktails and all kinds of recipes for you to try at home. So grab a drink and join us. We've got a wide range of celebrity guests and Hollywood insiders to discuss pop culture, publishing, and entertainment. And we'll provide you with an unfiltered and sometimes brutally honest show about Hollywood. As we like to say, we don't dish, we serve. Listen and follow Two Guys from Hollywood on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. We'll talk at you soon. You're listening to Sports Rage with Gabe Morenci. I'm a rageaholic. <laughs> I just can't live without Rage Hall! <laughs> All right, Sports Rage Late Night continues. I am Morancy. We're throwing it down with a raging redhead. Cam Stewart will be uh, united once again. Game time decisions. Uh, tomorrow will be back uh, back in the saddle. Uh, whatever, God, God willing, uh, that is. Uh, but a lot of stuff to get to uh, here this evening, uh, Cam. And I'm seeing that. Nebraska, you know, the reports were that Nebraska and Iowa were the two Big Ten teams that said they want to play. And the other one said, yeah, listen, we're, we're just going to shut this down. But starting to get ugly right now in college football. And and um, we're starting to see right now, too, no allegiance at all with these conferences. Suddenly, like, you know, athletic directors just want to do what they want. We're seeing the true colors come out in which the coaches, they, they don't care. They want to get paid, Cam, right? They don't care about the kids. <laughs> so... Um, no, it's true. This is going to be an interesting couple of weeks with college football, bro. And uh, Mountain West Conference, of course, the latest to cancel their football season or at least postpone it. Yeah, it's unbelievable, Gabe. And uh, there were early reports today uh, uh, when the Big Ten came out. Uh, they said all the presidents voted against the season. That story broke. They're going to make it official tomorrow. And then uh, there was a report on Yahoo that said, hey, hey, we didn't have this vote. But it's very obvious. And uh, Harbaugh took it took it personally, right? He basically came out with a scientific chart. And uh, came out and said, here are the numbers, here are the COVID cases here at Michigan. Uh, I want our players to play. We talked about Trevor Lawrence, uh, and he wants to form yeah, a Harbaugh should figure players. out how to beat Ohio State, Cam. <laughs> yeah, 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 listen, you know, I'm a Harbaugh guy and I'm a Michigan guy, but see, let's settle down, Dr. Harbaugh. Hey, hey, Jim, like, I'm not taking my take medical advice from him. You're, you're right. Yeah. He prepared more with his uh, with his letter and his testing instead of the plays for the Ohio State game. I'm, I'm reading the thing. I'm like, oh, my God, I got a headache. This guy's hilarious. And then uh, you said, and then Nick Saban came out uh, even later out. So Trump and, and Harbaugh and all these guys today, ah, they got to play. And then Nick Saban's like, hey, they'll be safer at Bama uh, than they will uh, running around uh, in their hometown. So uh, we'll see what happens today, Gabe. And uh, you're right. It's very, very close to falling apart. And, hey, Nebraska, these guys used to be in the Big 12. And I remember the games versus uh, Colorado before Colorado went to the uh, Pac-12. So who, who knows what the hell's going to happen with this stuff. But it's absolute madness. And. It's really surprising, and I told uh, George today on the show when we were doing it, the only reason Trevor Lawrence and Fields, these guys are different than other guys because their teams actually have a chance to win a national championship. They can go out on top like Joe Burrow, whereas these kids from Virginia Tech, Pitt, all the potential first-round picks, they're like, screw this. I'm not playing football. I'm going to be a first-round draft pick next year. I think I'll be fine just working out and getting ready for the big leagues. Yeah, and exactly, Cam. And don't don't you think, too, that a kid that uh, goes to Clemson, 
is going to get take, take care, taken care of a lot more better than a kid that's yes. uh, going to, let's say, I don't know, like, you know what I mean? Like, um, I don't know, like San Diego State or anywhere, basically. You know what I mean? Like, you're right. There's a couple of big-time programs in which the kids will be isolated and stuff like that for the most part. Listen, I get it. You know what I mean? I don't want to see college football get shut down. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm not here to, to say it, but I don't think it's safe, Cam. That That's just my deal. Like, ultimately, it's it's one of these things, Cam. In which, if you have to think about whether something is right or wrong, then it's wrong. You know I what agree. I mean? Let's just be real. Like, you know, in your own personal life, you're like, ah, should I do this? Nah, that's wrong. And, like, you know, the voice, you're like, yeah, you know it's wrong, right? Like, or you know you said something, lot. yeah, I shouldn't have said that. Like, <laughs> exactly. You know it's wrong. It's sort of like, like the debate about the Eskimos. If you have to debate it, it's wrong. And... This this stuff is the same thing. Like, I think we all know down deep inside. I don't know, unless you're like a coronavirus denier and stuff. But we talked about it briefly last night, Cam. I mean, St. Louis Cardinals are saying, listen, we've gone to the emergency room. This stuff's real. It's scary. Yeah, it's not just that, Gabe. And think about all the other reports that came out. And these are very healthy people that said, I'm having after effects. Remember, we talked about it. Gobert and taste and smell and all these other things. This is the problem. Like, and I don't want to be scared. And you don't live your life scared. You've done traveling you know you're you're living your life and i respect that but you're also doing it with caution and you can't go into a situation blindly uh ignorantly and just say hey this is uh i'll be okay because you don't know people's bodies react to different things right like you can have breathing problems at the end of this i wouldn't want to throw away my life and career just to appease some fans you got to think about it you have some of these kids have families young children uh, they want to take care of their parents, too. I just think it's a lot to think about. Like, people are so selfish. It's like, oh, play college football, play college football. You don't think me and you want to watch college football? We love it. Like, the whole weekend vegging out, watching college football and NFL on Sunday, like, it's awesome. That's what that's what we live for. But not going to do it uh, and tell these kids, you have to play or come on, you're a bunch of wussies. I think that's absolutely ridiculous because they're the ones that could have uh, – you know, life-threatening, uh, th- uh, you know, aspects to their life down the down the long run, and that's selfish of me just to say I want you to play football. Well, that that's that's the thing that there is. Like, if I, you know, and you know, things get real weird now, though, because let's say like a lot of these conferences just want to play in the spring, and I think that's the best idea, Cam. I don't mm-hmm. think I don't think you need to cancel and say, all right, I'm going to shut it down. Let's wait this out. Let's let's wait it out through the fall. It's gonna get worse. It is. We all know it is. It just is. And you know the fall's not gonna be good. Let's wait it out and play football in the spring. You know what I mean? They they can wait a couple of more months. It is it is what it is. But you know greed comes into play here, right? And you know I saw Nick Saban say, and I get his. I get it. Like I get somebody's people. Look, like you said, Kim. I'm telling you, it's not safe. And it's funny because a lot of people cry about like how you know coronavirus is this and that and i don't but i've actually lived my life i've flown like five or six times bro through this mm-hmm. okay exactly so, um but as you state that doesn't mean i want to sit in a stadium in florida thousand morons you know what i mean just because i took an airplane there's a big difference between living cautiously and being stupid and and i saw nick saban say nick saban said well they're going to be safer on campus and people act as though they can't get uh, like coronavirus. They're only going to get coronavirus if they play football. But that's the point, Cam. You can't put a hundred fat kids together on a sideline, bro, every week. <laughs> like, it's just, it's not no, going to end can't. well, Cam. Like, it just won't end well. There's too many people. It's not the MLS where they're in a bubble. It's not where they're getting tested like they're kids. Look at these stupid baseball players don't even follow protocol. What the hell do you think college kids are going to do? Right? 
It's just, it won't work. And, you know, one death is too many. But the thing is, people don't care, Cam. You know, the fact of the matter is, people, kids die anyways in a regular college football season and people don't care, right? Like Mm -hmm. Lou Holtz was talking about how these kids are big wusses that don't want to play this year. That, like, you know, people storm the beaches of Normandy. It's like, yeah, good for you, Lou. Lou's a little pipsqueak, bro. He ain't storming no beach nowhere. And it's like, Lou, I don't, I don't remember you storming any beach. What are you talking about? Like, you know what I mean? Like, uh, and, you know, and because a kid signed to play football with the Texas Longhorns, Cam, doesn't mean that he signed up to be a soldier and go die. <laughs> like, like, people I seem agree. to be confused with like, playing football and, like, serving your country or something, Cam. I, I think you bring up, bring up the biggest point. It's like if some of the bath, best athletes in the world, you know, can get sick, and usually they shake it off. But this is the thing, Gabe. A lot of these linemen are, you know, 6'4", 340 pounds. They're absolute beasts. Like, I'm a big guy, and I'm like, you know what I mean? I'm going for a walk around the track and trying to get in shape, and you're huffing and puffing, and these things, these guys are carrying a lot of weight. If they get any type of situation, their chances of death and, and permanent illness are a hell of a lot harder. The offensive linemen, the defensive linemen, these guys aren't regular people. They're monsters. They're huge, huge people. And these games, even within that time, I know fall's coming around, but playing some places are still hot, sweat, coronavirus so many you talk about it man and I, I agree with everything you're saying like I love I love it too I know the teams are getting desperate because football brings so much revenue to to the schools and it's going to keep them around but you know that's what uh, that's what loans and everything's for to play safe and to have a better chance in the spring I think is a better way to go but right now it's an absolute chaos but I think that's the best point you bring up and we don't know about anything in the future how it's going to affect your lungs your brain anything else like there's other things associated with it. So everyone can be uh, real tough and talk a big game, but it's a, it's an unknown. So a lot of people are just talking out of their butt because they don't really know what's going to happen because they just selfishly want to, you know, get their agenda fulfilled. Yeah, and, and a lot of people, a lot of people, it's easy for them to talk. They don't have like uh, $200 million careers in front of them either if you're a college <laughs> exactly. kid. Exactly. Like you know what I mean? Like if there's lung damage and stuff. And another thing is too, it's being twisted this the Trevor Lawrence stuff and the Justin Fields stuff about we want to play. They also said we want to play, but they had a couple of lists in there that the NC the the the, the universities don't want to do, Ken. In which it said if somebody wants to opt out, they don't lose their place on the team. They get to be on the team next year. And basically we're seeing coach after coach behind the scenes, Cam, are like threatening the kids. Yeah, you're not going to play, but you're a big list. And by the way, yeah, you're off the team. We can't take your scholarship. You're off the team. Sports Rage Late Night continues. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Hey, everyone. It's Michelle Williams, and I love being able to share my story with you on my podcast, Checking In with Michelle Williams, where my guests and I get real as we share the ups and downs of our mental health journeys, and I'd love for you to join me. I'm still on my own journey, but I want to be transparent with you because as I was posting all the highlights of my life on social media, I was breaking down and too many people fall victim to the picture perfect image of the high life. So I created a space to discuss the good and the bad. We can laugh, man. We, we going to learn. And most of all, I hope to inspire you to go on this journey with me to better mental health. This is going to be your church, your turn up and everything in between. 
So join me on my podcast, Checking In with Michelle Williams, a safe space for every kind of person. Listen to Checking In with Michelle Williams every Tuesday, a part of the Black Effect on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Rage it up. Sports Rage with Gabe Morenci. Rage all you want. Uh, Sports Rage Late Night continues. I'm Marenzi. We're throwing it to the Rage Redhead Cam Stewart. Toronto Raptors uh, beat the Milwaukee Bucks 114-106 this evening. Chris Boucher laid down one of the coolest dunks uh, of the year. Kid's a badass, man. Uh, Kid complained. He put on some muscle during this uh, this quarantine uh, right now uh, as well. All right, so uh, Cam Stewart, special uh, guest co-host uh, this evening. Things will be back to normal. We'll be back uh, back in the saddle tomorrow night, God willing, as uh, we throw it down in San Francisco right now. We actually did a tour of Alcatraz. We got as close as we could, and uh, I'll post the video later in the week. Um, but like George Costanza said, the sea was angry that day, my friend, <laughs> like an old man sending his soup back at a deli. Like, wow, man, it was windy. I nearly fell off the boat once. I nearly dropped my phone. And it's funny because I went. I was like, all right. I, I'm not, I wasn't really hung over or anything like that. I had a couple of drinks last night. Um, but uh, I think I've drank so much wine since I've been here. I'm just immune to it. <laughs> so, But I didn't. I knew it was going to be rough seas and waters. And we weren't like on some cruise ship, man. We're, we're on a sailboat. And... Man, it was bumpy out there. But, of course, uh, you know, they had a bar on the boat. So, you know, it's my birthday, and I'm out there. So I had a couple of drinks on Alcatraz Island outside the place, bouncing around. <laughs> it was pretty pretty hardcore, man. Pretty hardcore. Learned some cool history about Alcatraz. Couldn't go on the island, though, because it's still closed due to coronavirus. Just my luck. It opens up next week. But how many people <laughs> have said, oh, that's just my luck, Alcatraz was closed, right? Like, that's who so wants to, like, go to jail anyways? That's so Morenzi. Can You're you believe right. that, Cam? Like, I know the yeah, tours you know, start August 17th, bro. It's unbelievable. Next weekend. You're right. It's like one of the most famous spots. Sorry, sir. Hey, come on. It's my birthday. Nope. Coronavirus. Come back next week. Yeah, no, no. I'm going to BC. No, come on back next week. Unbelievable, man. That is so you. At least you didn't get seasick yeah. on the boat. A lot of people, uh, they hurl when uh, they, when they hit the, the rough waters there. So good oh, on you. You know, when I, when I was in Mexico, I went out there whale watching, and uh, I got real sick, Cam, and the, the dudes were calling me uh, El Morto, <laughs> El Dead Man, El Morto, because I was all hung over. <laughs> I was hung over and thrown up and stuff. Hey, El Morto. <laughs> no, a lot George of people, they, joins they us. can't handle the waters. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Wait, what's, what's going on, George? How you doing? Thanks for stepping up and in on Game Time Decisions. What's going on tonight? Anytime. Well, first of all, happy birthday, Gabe. How's the big 5-0 treating you? Oh, it's been a good time, man. We went to Napa Valley. You know, we went to Santa Cruz. Uh, been to been to the beaches of Santa Cruz, Napa Valley, California coast. Did a little tour of uh, the Rock, Alcatraz. Couldn't go on the island. Uh, but I think you heard us talking during a commercial break. And uh, one of my problems, George, in which, you know, just my luck. Like Cam said, it's my birthday. I got a bottle of wine here. I'm in wine country. Want to enjoy a glass of wine while we do the show here tonight. And uh, I don't have a freaking corkscrew. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I've been trying to open this thing with a key for like the last 20 minutes. We're getting close, though. It's like the Escape from Alcatraz. We're getting close, guys. I was, I was going to tell you, look, like, for a butter, like, look for a butter knife, Gabe. I'm in a hotel room. 
Yeah, yeah. Right, and you, you know, by the way, when the phone was ringing last night, Ken, they were complaining too. I got a noise complaint here. A security came to my Are room you last night during the show. What for doing a for doing yeah. a show in your room? Wow, dude. That's I late. said to the guy, he says, "Party, I'm talking." I said, "I'm yeah. talking." I am like, you know what I mean? Like, really? <laughs> so we'll see if I get a complaint tonight. What time's again. that at, too? So if it's if it's midnight, so like nine or ten o'clock. Holy geez, that's weak. Usually you get the noise complaints at like five in the morning when like yeah, that, that the was my birthday last had. night, Cam. Knock on the door, boom boom, keep it down, sir. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Another thing is, I'm in a hotel room, guys, in in San Francisco. There's like six oh. people in the entire hotel. There's like 800 rooms, and for some reason they put us all like next to each other. So I got some stupid family to complain again uh, about me or something. <laughs> I don't even know what to say. That's just so dumb. Yeah, and I can't believe the time difference either. But anyway, buddy, you know what? Who cares? Who cares what they say? It's your last day there. Find something. Get that key in there. Slap it down. Don't worry about the cork. Just try not to break the cork in uh, about 20 pieces because that'll be annoying when you pour. If you can get that one nice jab, take her down there and a nice full piece of cork. You'll be home and cool, buddy. Home and cool. Oh, there, there's a lot of cork shredded on the carpet right now, bro. There's I gotta tell you. <laughs> shredded on the carpet. Yeah, that's the goal. Is not <laughs> cork shredded on the carpet. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna have some chunky right, so, wine. So let's let's uh, let's get down to business. So first things first, um, Kurtz, Astros and uh, A's. Who is out of line, man? Was Laureano out of line? What 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 was your take on that? Like. Uh, to me, it was the Houston Astros coach. Who was that guy? Cintron? Mouthing off? You can't be Cintron. mouthing off. Yeah, Cintron. You can't be mouthing off if you're a coach to a player. Dusty Baker says, well, a player shouldn't be arguing with a coach. Yeah, whatever, Dusty. I knew Dusty would get in the middle of this stuff eventually. But, you know, it's, to me, if you're if you're an older man and you're a coach, I don't know what you think, Cam. We'll get Cam's take after. But you can't be mouthing off at the players, Kurtz. What do you think? I mean, it was, it's, we have to believe everybody, right? You take everyone at their word. All right, Loriano says that Cintron in Spanish that says something about his mother. I mean, listen, at this point in time, <laughs> does, this really, does this still offend somebody? You know, your mother's this, your mother's that. Really? This is, this is why you go, to, you go to a battle here? So I don't think Loriano's in this either. Remember, he got all upset. I understand it was the second time he got hit. But that was a 78-mile-per-hour curveball. Obviously not on purpose. All right, it may have been the same exact spot because it was really close. Maybe he was hit the first time. He was hit right in the letters, literally in the letters, in the Loreano. So maybe it hit the same spot, and that's what bothered him. But it was a 78-mile-per-hour curveball, not on purpose. So, you know, I think both guys are to blame. If Cintron did say something about his mother, that shouldn't set Loreano off. But why are you saying it? Can we grow up, please? I mean, how old are we that we're still using language by this? And let's face it, if, the, if Major League Baseball is serious, about COVID, about, hey, we don't want to get anybody together. They had 50 guys on the field yesterday. None of them are wearing masks. You're having fights here. Doesn't Cintron have to get suspended for, what, what does Joe Kelly get, 8, 10 games, 20 games? And Loriano has to go for at least 8 as well, I would think. You know, so let's see. I want to see what baseball does here. Are they serious? And by the way, I don't care what Dusty Baker says. He wasn't even on the bench. He'd already been gone, thrown out of the game. He was in the clubhouse. So I don't know why he has anything to say about anything. He wasn't there. Well, because he's Dusty Baker. He's got something to say about everything. <laughs> um, okay. Your take? Yeah, well, everyone's talking about, you know, the Yankees were teams that got screwed and the Dodgers. But let's remember something. Oakland's been very, very close for a long time. And there's been pent-up frustrations with this Astro team that they don't, don't talk about because 
Oakland's kind of like the redheaded stepchild, and these other guys are, you know, they're they're, they're the World Series champs when they won. So the way I look at it is, it's yeah. like there, I think there's a lot of frustration on guys on Oakland. They hate a lot of guys on the Astros. I'm with George in, in certain areas too. Like, and 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 I, t- I agree with you, Gabe. When you're a manager, you shut up. You're not playing the game anymore. A player can let them take care of their business. And but I just think Oakland wants to make a statement to these guys. It's like, hey, we might not be the Yankees or the Dodgers, but you know, we played you guys. We lost a lot of heartbreakers to you, and screw you. We want to take this division now. Like Oakland kind of wants to turn this into a street fight too, and uh, they got a lot of ill will towards the Astros. That's for sure. You know, the thing that's crazy to me, though, is like, as Kurt stated, too, like, you remember, George and Cam, that Major League Baseball warned everybody before. You guys can't headhunt the, the Astros all year, right? You can't, like, and people did it in spring training a bit, but they told them, we're warning you, even before the COVID rules, right? They said, you can't, like, because it's going to be brawls all the time. But this is a case where the Astros were initiating it, George. Like, the Astros are the one that keep hitting them. They hit them, like, four or five times over the series, bro. They did. I don't think there's any denying that. I think there is some bad blood there. Keep in mind, going into that game, uh, the, Astros, uh, the A's were also 9-3 and three against the Astros over the last 12 games. I don't think there's any doubt that it's on the back, of, the back of the Astros' mind. that Hey, we can't beat this team. Even when we had Cole and Verlander, we weren't beating this team. Now, without these guys, they beat the car out of us. You know, and now they're, what, 10-3 and three now. So I think that maybe it was a message there, too. I, said, I think the first one, I think that's the problem. The first hit by Fitz Loriano that you saw, that did look intentional. It was up high. Loriano took oh, yeah. it well. I mean, he didn't even It was 98 miles an hour. It, it had, exactly. That had to hurt. I mean, that had to hurt. I think, I think the second time you mentioned a couple of others here, it may have been one of those cases where enough's enough. I'm just tired of getting hit. But starting a brawl is generally not the way to go about it. You're not going anywhere. You're not going to – I mean, Loriano didn't even get close to the guy he was trying to get at. Right? The, the backup catcher tackled him. And, uh, and Loriano admitted today that that catcher actually protected him, covered him on the ground, and made sure nobody yeah. was piling on him. But uh, I just think, it, once again, there is baseball frontier justice. You're angry. You're going to play each other again. Have one of your pitchers take them out. You know, and once again, you do it one time, you're okay. Go hit Bregman. Or whoever you, this you is almost. Even, who, this is almost Cam. Mm-hmm. To me, this though, this is on Manfred and baseball Cam. In which that's what I. You're reading my you, mind. If Marazzi. you would suspend the Astros, exactly. if you would have suspended them, you could say whatever, dude. I'm not going to hit you. You got suspended for 40 games. Whatever, bro. You suck. And whatever, it's over. The fact that the Astros got to get away with it and then melt off from the dugout, bro, and then start hitting people. I'm not surprised people want to fight them. Listen, man, and you know it. Baseball's protecting these guys. They've been insulated. Remember at the start, too, with Dusty Baker and all the way this situation was handled? It's like, we know what you did was wrong, but don't worry about it. We're going to protect you. And that rubbed people the wrong way. The COVID-19 situations doesn't help because they never really got their just desserts, right? What, a couple fans, boo, boo. I guess it's a different world that we're living in. And really, they felt no punishment. And I feel baseball's actually gone the other way and protected these guys. Teams like the A's, Yankees, everybody's pissed, right? But where's the ramifications and punishment? There's none. That's why there is frustration with this team. They don't think they've uh, gotten to fight back against these guys. I agree with you, Marenzi. 100%. Manfred, he was complicit with this stuff, and uh, that's why we have the situations, and I expect a hell of a lot more. And, George, how crazy is it? we got to go to a break, but how crazy is it? Like you said, Joe Kelly got suspended for longer than any Houston Astros did for cheating. Yep. I mean, listen, the Astros should have gotten a harder punishment. We know that. But if you believe Manfred, without giving him immunity, he wouldn't have found out what he found out. You have to believe Manfred for that. But that's what we've, that's what we've been told. 
Yeah, yeah, but that's why you only suspend them for 30, 40 games each, as opposed to telling them you're not banned for like two years or something. Like, it's worse what they did. Like, what Pete Rose bet on baseball, bro. He never threw any games. Sports Race Late Night continues. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Rage it up. Sports Rage with Gabe Morenci. Rage all you want. My name's Bobby and I am an addict. Hey, Bobby. Hey, Bobby. Hi, Bobby. You know, you folks aren't here because you're gamblers. You are here because you are terrible gamblers. Okay, Bobby. These folks don't need to stop doing what they're doing. They just need to get better okay. at it. Okay, Bobby. Okay, <laughs> Bobby. Bobby. <laughs> These people don't need to stop gambling. They just need to stop losing. That's <laughs> a great. Exactly. He goes to a Gamblers Anonymous movie <laughs> meeting, and he's like, he gets up. He goes, you know, we're not here because we're because we're gamblers. We're here because we're bad gamblers. He goes, if we just knew how to win, <laughs> it was just, it was, it was just uh, too good. Then he gets all deep. He goes, why should we give up the one thing that we really love? <laughs> he goes, we don't need to give it. We just need to get better at it. <laughs> yes. Bobby Riggs. Um, all right, so we're seeing baseball now. Um, I'll throw this to you uh, first, Kurtz, and then Ham. Um, St. Louis Cardinals. What do you do with them, Kurtz? At what point, like, like how many games do they have to play? Like, what, what do you do with these guys? Like, um, they haven't played in forever, bro. They played five games this year. Do they? Do you tell them, listen, you got to call up your AAA team and field a team? Do you boot them? Like, how do you how do you handle the St. Louis Cardinals from here on out, Kurtz? Well, isn't it a little strange how they handed Miami? And then St. Louis, because Miami, they did pretty much what you said. <laughs> go get go get your minor leaguers, you know, go get the double A guys. Let's go. We're, we're playing some ball. St. Louis, they're waiting and waiting forever, right? Are they going to miss something? What twelve straight games? Assuming it's a good point. They play on Friday, right? I mean, it's it's just funny how they're treating St. Louis different than Miami. Or maybe they're being smarter about it. I'm not saying it's because it's St. Louis and one's Miami, but it is a coincidence that St. Louis is more of a mainstream team. You know, it's a, I think it's a top six uh, baseball market as far as television. So that may be some of it as well. But what are you going to do with them? I think they're going to wait it out. I think they're going to have St. Louis play a truckload of doubleheaders. I also wonder this. If this happens one more time to another team, I think they're still going to play. I think they're going to force to play. But I don't think the season can end anymore on the 27th. I wonder if they're going to extend the, maybe a fight, another week of the regular season and have all these games be made up if another team goes through this. Because what do you have to see those Cardinals do? Play 48 games, 51 games, and go by percentage? And some teams got 55, 58. You know what I'm thinking, right now, guys? It's silly the way they're doing it. You know what I'm thinking, Cam? Whatever, dude. You're out. It's almost like the TV show Survivor. You're out. Basically, like, there should be a rule. If you guys can't play a game for, like, seven straight days, you're out. It's only a 60-game season. We don't have time. You're eliminated. That's what sort they of did like the basketball MLS. tournament, Cam. There was right? exactly, bro. They FC were like, dude, Dallas. they were like FC Dallas, Nashville. You're out, and we're You're going done. on without you. Beat it. Exactly. You're done. Exactly, bro. They moved on without them. Tough luck. Other people should not have what to you, suffer for the mistakes then? of these guys. 
No, they're just done, George. They're just eliminated from the tournament, right? Like they had an MLS uh, playback. What, 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 they they went to a casino would... and partied, bro. They they brought yeah. it upon oh, themselves. I, they went out and partied. I, I I have no problem with that. I really I have no issue with that. But what do you do with the teams they were supposed to play? Do the Cubs get all those wins? You know, Every the team that plays them play gets them? the W yeah. the win column. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, forfeit. They forfeit the game. Sort of uh, tilts the uh, wild card, doesn't it? Because odds are means that the wild card will come from the Central Division, which I think it was going to anyway, mind you. But that really does tilt it in their favor. All those Central teams. Uh, that's a good, that's a good point, w. actually. Yeah. You're, you're giving everyone an extra three and six wins. That's a good point, George. <laughs> George brings up good Every now and then, man. Every now and then oh, I hit one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to give you that one. Yeah. Make that the promo, Yang, for Kurtz's sake there. Yeah. Move forward. <laughs> basically threw the hammer down there. That's a good point, Kurtz. Like, but it's just yeah, yeah, it bothers me, yeah. though, like. He's right, though, about the way it's been, like, the Marlins in comparison to St. Louis. And we're going to have to go to win it. percentage, Cam. Yes, yes. And another well. thing, like, overall, is, yeah. win percentage, not wins. Yeah. They still have to sleep, Moretzi. I know you don't sleep either, but, like, you can't have doubleheader, 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 double. Okay. And then, and I, and you talk about it. There's still national, uh, there's still elements, rain delays and waiting and stuff. These things are going to happen, man. So it's what we talk about. There's just not enough games, but. You know, bring up the minor leaguers. Let's go. Yeah, I think I like the forfeit idea till George brought it up there. Good, good work, George. Yeah, you know what? Good, so every now and then I get I get one right, guys. I mean, <laughs> yeah, it's going to be scary. I think they are going to have to go by win percentage. I think why not yeah. go by win percentage? That's what they did in the strike year of '81. I think they'll have to do it again. No, I don't think they have a yeah, choice then, here. Then, because... then, then what's the minimum games? Like that's so what? Fifty games? Five six. How about fifty? Fifty four. I can see you missing ten percent. Oh, he's you know, he's breaking it down. This guy's a calculator uh, here. George. I, I see. I see. I see now, Cam. Too. It's funny that me and Cam were on top of this before. And I'm telling you right now, it's a good idea. It's better late than never. It's better to be right like later than never right at all, Cam. You know what I'm Back. saying? Like, it's I really is true. <laughs> in which, yeah. in which baseball, I'm seeing. They want to put the playoffs in like a bubble and a hub and stuff. And it's a good idea. You can't get to the World Series and have the World Series fall apart. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I think it's a very good idea. Get through the 60 games. You put the playoffs in a hub, bro. That was my member cam. That was my idea in day one. I said, just play the stupid World Series in Anaheim or Los Angeles or whatever, man. Just get yeah. it over with. Like, just put Our it out ideas were great out at the start. You know what I mean? We wouldn't have had any of this crap when we talked about it. At the start, no one was listening. And they would have started before, and they could have got on top of this thing instead of waiting and waiting. If it was up to me and Cam, these teams would all be in their spring training complexes, not in a bubble, but isolated. They wouldn't be in mainstream society. They'd all be playing in, like, Grapefruit and Cactus League, George. That was the best idea. They should have just continued the Grapefruit and Cactus League through into the real season, bro. They were already there. It was perfect. It was. Well, there would have been other problems with that. I mean, in Arizona, remember, it's 116 degrees during the day. That's not gonna work, guys. You'd, you'd, you'd oh, kill tired of the excuses. Oh, they gotta <laughs> suck it up. I had the players' backs, but whatever, dude. They, well, how about MLS cam? These guys are playing in Orlando, bro. Yeah, Orlando's 100 That's degrees and problem humid, there. and they're running around playing soccer. Right. I know it was tough, but it's did the same it. problem there. And keep in mind, in Florida, it rains every day, so that would have been an issue as well. Yeah, you, know, you have a Tampa area, Orlando area. Nah, no, that hurts. Your last point was a hard. fastball strike right down the middle. This is a ball. Outside. Yeah, well, uh, <laughs> it's I a think ball. I got Joe West being the umpire here. 
Where's my quest hey, don't come. Come on, don't compare me to Joe West. You could compare, compare me. I, Joe. I, I'm I'm a heftier man, but I don't want to be compared to Joe West either. Joe West, come on. That must be the Joe worst West. thing someone ever said to me on this show. I'm like Joe West. Yeah. <laughs> like, what was what was that game with? Uh, I have with a our hard buddy? time believe that's the worst Locke? thing. <laughs> Joe West. You're an embarrassment to the game of baseball. <laughs> that was the best when Hawk just went he bananas. Yeah. Joe West is a big coronavirus denier. I'm skinny and I believe in it. It's a big difference. Yeah. Joe West oh, and Angel Hernandez might be the worst, the worst umps oh, ever. Yeah. yeah, I agree. Those two suck. Vlad <laughs> Diaz is pretty bad. There's a lot of bad umps. Yeah, Diaz is horrible too. Yeah, yeah they're all bad. Did... Yeah, agree. Did you guys see when Joe West got hit in the face and he's all bleeding this year? And... Yeah. Yeah. I tweeted out right after I said, am I a jerk for laughing about this? <laughs> no. I didn't laugh, but I didn't feel bad either. The first thing yeah. I came to my mind was, well, that was probably well-deserved. Yes. Yeah, it was almost karma. Like, the thing is, everyone else, like, managers are wearing masks, and he's yelling, and he's getting into an argument with a manager. I don't know who it was. It might have been Pirates or what. He's getting into an argument with a manager. It's like, dude, you're not even wearing a mask, man. Like, you you know, it's like everyone else is following the protocol. What, you're fat ass up? You you can't, Joe West? Because what, you're Joe West? You're Why better than the players? Why are forced to wear them? Mandatory, George. Mandatory. Right. It doesn't make any sense. Why, why is he not allowed to wear it? Why is any home play? I can, listen, the base umpires, I really don't have an issue with. They're not close to anybody. But they want to know why, George? Well. But the home I'll tell you umpire? why. I'll tell you why, and they don't want to admit this. A lot of these guys are humongous men of girth, and wearing that mask in the in the heat and stuff like that, it's breathe. hard enough for these guys to breathe properly. Trust me, that's why that's what's happening. They're not going to say it. Well, then opt out. So you're so you're telling me, Cam, that a bunch of yes, healthy players have to be put in danger right. because a bunch of unhealthy are cr- people are too Abraham unhealthy Z. to be there. I don't make the rules, buddy. I'm just telling you that's the facts. I guarantee that the, 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 the umpires they fought for that. I guarantee. I, I don't get it either. It like, should be mandatory. It should be mandatory. Yeah, oh, it it's be not mandatory. even a negotiation. If you're an ump, you, you yeah, you wear a mask. I agree. I agree with you, but I'm telling you that's that that's how they came back with it because once you wear it, that that's the thing. They're worried about these guys keeling over. Trust me. NBA coaches are wearing masks in a bubble cam. I know. <laughs> I know. Oh, I'm like, like hey, hey, don't shoot the messenger. I'm just te- I'm just telling you. I know that's like, because a lot of these guys, Gabe, they're huge. Like, they're huge guys, right? Like, that's the thing. Like, this oh, is I'm some home. of the comments in our chat yeah. here. We'll give you guys uh, we'll give you some credit. <laughs> Muhammad says, Joe West wears the biggest set of pants he's ever seen on a human. Yeah, he's big, yeah. Uh, Whitest hips on a dude he's ever seen. Scott yep. Ramsey, the postman. What's up, Scott? Good to see you, bro. Uh, Joe West has great birthing hips. <laughs> he does. <laughs> birthing hips. <laughs> yeah, for triplets. <laughs> for triplets. Yeah, for quads. <laughs> he yeah, has great birthing hips. Oh, that's awesome. No, I, I, yeah, you, you said it. I, I agree with everything that you guys are saying. I'm just telling you that's what it is, though, because... Younger guys, they can they can swing it, but fat guys wearing a mask, it's it's going to promote breathing problems. And West is not healthy in the, you know, at any type of the day, let alone uh, in coronavirus land. But anyway, yeah, good birthing heads. Who was who like was who, who who was the ump that dropped dead, George, in Cincinnati? What was his name? Um, you remember? Uh, it wasn't Eric Gregg, was it? No, Oprah? no, Eric Gregg oh. was the black guy, big fat black guy. Right, he was a uh, big Gregg, man. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I read his book. He wrote a book. <laughs> good book? Uh, come on. Yeah, yeah, it was good. Who is the the umpires used to be characters, Cam. 
Yeah, they, like they're all like they all like they had personalities. You knew who they were and stuff. Now Ron they're just Luciano, sort of jerks. Man, great. Oh, Ron Luciano. That's what I'm Ron talking about. Like they were in commercials and stuff like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, come on, who died? Like who died in Cincinnati? It wasn't Joe West. It was a famous name. Once I hear the name, I'd be like, oh, I can't believe I didn't remember it. John McSherry. Thank you. Was it John McSherry? Oh, that's good. And March. So Cam. Yeah. yeah so. He he yeah, died on the field. It, it was hot as hell. Remember in like yep. Riverfront Stadium, man, they had that AstroTurf. It was hot, Ooh, yeah. bro. <laughs> like in, so, in June, right? Yeah, that stuff's hot, man. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, Ooh, so it's like it was opening day. Opening day. He drops dead on the field, bro. Like right there at home plate. Like he collapsed, whatever. Like they brought him to the hospital, but he collapsed like at home plate. They canceled the game. Marge Shot complained. She was pissed. She said, I'm not refunding these people. She's the worst. She not really, she, she was a monster. Racist. No, no, no. Like, honestly, oh, yeah. like, raving racist. You're not going yeah, 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 to meet yeah, yeah. many people she, she that are psycho. like, have less human qualities. Like, she's, she hates, she hates everybody. She's a racist, mean. Yeah. Guy she dies, makes the Leafs owner the Ballard seem like a nice guy, Cam. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she makes Ballard seem I'm like, saying? like a Jesus figure. Yes. Harold Ballard. Ballard was crazy, uh, George. Oh, yeah. I don't know if you remember how Ballard, like the old Leafs owner, the dude was nuts. George, do you remember in the old days? Um, so you remember they used to have like the um, the the Russians would play like the NHL teams, like the Red Army and yeah, Moscow, with a couple Dynamo. of those games. Yeah, yep. great stuff. Like the Montreal Canadiens and the Red Army is kind of known as the best hockey game ever played. I think it was 1977 or 78-77 uh, New Year's Eve. Two, two, two final scores, known as the best game hockey game ever played, so to speak. Um, but so what you saw, what so you saw what against the Islanders? They left the ice against the Flyers. But I just wanted to bring it up, and I'll get your story about seeing those games. Is they never played the Maple Leafs, and why? Because Ballard said, "I'll never have any commie skate on my ice." And really, everyone knew. It was like, yeah, because they were going to embarrass you and kick the crap out of you. <laughs> Remember, too, Gabe? He used That's to hide why. in his little lair. Like, during the games, like, all the, like, GMs and whatever and owners are all out. Ballard was in an encrypt, like, like a, like a kind of like a crypt with just, like, a little bit of hole so you could see his eyes. He was crazy, man. Like, he used to, like, barricade himself in, man. He was nuts. Yeah, with his safe. The famous yeah, Maple Leaf Garden safe. Yeah, his safe <laughs> All right, we'll get some hockey picks from Kurtz on the other side uh, here. Sports like I continue. Spend your rage. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. You're listening to Sports Rage with Gabe Morenci. Portrait late night. Harold Ballard. <laughs> Hallard Ballard in 1979. Toronto Maple Leafs owner uh, joined uh, Barbara Frum on CBC Radio as it happens and implied that women are best in one position on their backs. When Frum attempted to ask him questions, he told her to keep quiet and stop interrupting him and eventually hung up. The next night on her show, Fred wrote a conciliatory letter from to Ballard forgiving him for his remarks. 
in which he signed it. You're my favorite in caps broadcaster. Um, yeah, we. we... <laughs> That's awful. What? Me too movement with Harold. Wow. Oh God, yeah, yeah, yeah. Imagine like... back then. <laughs> like now, come on, man. <laughs> Dude, I can't grandpa. even say that's like the one of the only things I can say. Like I didn't realize how like offensive yeah. he was. I oh knew no, he was he's cheap, bad news. But... Oh yeah, he, he's. <laughs> like... Didn't he? Didn't he get like pissed off at the Beatles too, or some like uh, show and stuff? Gay boy, yeah, like, he how banned him from is? his arenas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he denied Toronto people seeing the Beatles, George, because he didn't like them. Damn hippies! Like he was one of those guys. You know what I'm saying? Mister Burns. <laughs> Yikes! Lovely man. I'm seeing it. I'm seeing here he built he he got an apartment built in the arena. He lived in the arena. That's creepy, told you, man. buddy. And yeah, like you yeah. said, like you said, Cam, they said that he was known for leering out over Church Street through his window drapes there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a real lurker and le- <laughs> yeah, yeah. I tell you, Marenzi. No, they even had it at the game. The old gardens. They had that brick wall. It was encapsulated, and you couldn't see. It was just like a little slot, like that mail would fit yeah, through. Yeah, it was you like see yeah, Harold yeah, Ballard's yeah, yeah. eyes. Yeah, he's crazy, man. <laughs> You know, dude, and, and they were so bad in like in in, in the eighties there too. Horrible, horrible. They stayed like the NHL had to get involved, Kurtz. Like they basically stayed in motels, bro. Like they were an NHL team. Like he wouldn't pay for hotels. Like they stayed in motels. Like you know what I mean? Like it's an NHL team. Like they they, they didn't stay in oh, real I, places. I've heard this story before. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like and like they basically I, like. They were like their per diem for food was like five dollars a day. <laughs> He's like, I already pay you enough money. <laughs> All right, we'll get we'll get up to date. I want to get some of Kurtz's hockey picks, Cam's hockey picks. Bring it. Sports Rage Late Night continues. Ever wondered how a book gets made into a movie? Or how to master the art of cooking? Either way, we've got you covered with the Two Guys from Hollywood podcast. I'm Alan Nevins, a literary agent and talent manager. And I'm Joey Santos, a columnist and celebrity chef. On our podcast, we're going to be serving you a fresh perspective of the entertainment industry alongside our favorite celebrity guests. As we like to say, we don't dish, we serve. Listen and follow Two Guys from Hollywood on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. We'll talk at you soon.